Hello there. It looks like we're live now. Welcome. A lot of familiar names in the chat today. Anya, how are you? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Germany's in the house today. Yawin, what's going on? I will be answering a question from Yawin very shortly. Danny's here. Meg is here. I hope everyone is doing well. Mode Eggs is here. What's going on? And um, Mode had a very interesting comment here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm going to pull it up. Look at, he said a whole bunch of words in the chat. Invariably, sheaf, peripheral, simultaneously, preceded, arduous, feral, gate, some good words. I'm wondering how he knows that. How did you know all those words? Yeah, in the trailer, there's a, there's a word wall behind me in my classroom. And those are the words we're studying this week, studying this week. Coming up next week, we only have a two-day week at my school because, does anybody know why? A pretty major American holiday is coming up on Thursday. We always celebrate it on Thursday. Manuel, nice to see you as well. If you know that American holiday, feel free, leave it down there in the chat. We'll see if you're right. Hey, looks like Freddie Wolf is here from France. Hope all is going well in France. Hey, Amina cannot be here. She's at work, it looks like, but she said she had to work. So I want to show you what I said to her. So if you know anyone who has to work and you're speaking to them in English, you you could say something like this. Have a good time at work. You know, I mean... I hope the work that Amina is doing is good. I hope she likes going to work. But something you can say is, I hope it goes by quickly for you. So I hope the time passes quickly for you. Sometimes when you're at work, it can feel like time is standing still. You might be looking at your phone. Oh, come on, come on. We do do this in the United States. It, It might be a world kind of thing where like, come on. You point to your wrist. That means hurry up. Come on, come on. I want to go home. Let's go. So hope everyone's doing well. Reading through the chat here to see if I've missed anything. Hopefully I've said hello to a lot of people. Hey, Santiago, welcome. Hey, Santiago seems very concerned about grammar. Oh, not not concerned about grammar. 
how to sound more natural instead. Well, I think you have come to the right place. What I always suggest is don't worry too much about grammar. You know, maybe you have a grammar book like I do for my Italian. Maybe you have a grammar book. Maybe you look at it every once in a while, but I really think lots of reading. Here's my Stephen King Italian book. Lots of reading in English will help you. Lots of listening to native English speakers, native English teachers like myself will be really important, I think, because we are rarely going to use the wrong preposition you know, native English speakers, English teachers. We're very rarely going to use an English phrasal verb the wrong way. In fact, we'll often use phrasal verbs, whereas non-native English teachers might not. So lots and lots of listening, lots and lots of reading. And I think that will help you become a better speaker, more natural speaker. It takes a lot of time though. It takes a lot of time. Let's see what's going on in the chat down here. Hey, Oscar, Argentina's in the house. Hope all is well. We've been chatting about our weather in the members' Discord. And I saw that in Argentina, I believe it was, who shared that with us? There's some Argentine, Argentinian members. There's Maria and Cecilia. Uh, one of them shared that uh, it was really cold in Argentina this week. And Anya boom yeah thanksgiving it's coming up thursday this thursday lots of uh football will probably be on that's that's american football the one that you you use your hands with um probably some food and family the three f's of thanksgiving football food family i i love all three i love all three let's take a look Talk Italian with Arone. How are you? I tried I tried um, speaking with you today on Discord, and I don't think you were there. It said you were there. Lena, Thanksgiving is coming up. Hello, Horseman. How are you? Am I Bob the Canadian's cousin? No, I wish I was. Um, some people think we look alike, but I, I promise. I don't think we are any relation. I am not Bob, the Canadian's brother. I would love to be. He's a great guy. You should check out his channel if you don't know it. All right, let's take a look at a couple more. Qu Wait, what? Wait, what? Daddy's home. I'm home. I'm home. Wait, what? Wait, what? Daniel, hope all is well is going in Brazil. Hope all is well in Brazil. All right. So I do have a question. I don't. Andiamo. Let's go. Let's go. Andiamo. All right. Uh, Yawin has a question right here. And this goes along with Emmanuel's question, I think, about just lots and lots of listening. So I know that English speakers can sometimes get hung up. English phrasal verb there. Sometimes they can get hung up or worried about the order of adjectives. Well, guess what? I use that order correctly every single time. And guess what? 
I never memorized it. In fact, I can't tell you what the order is. But Yawin's question is, is it okay to use several adjectives at once? For example, may I say you are a brave, reputable, enthusiastic, nice, talented teacher. If, if you're talking about me, thank you very much. Uh, you definitely can. You definitely can. Um, you don't need to capitalize any of those. You, you only need a capital for the Y because it starts the sentence. All of those adjectives do not need a capital letter. Um, to be grammatically correct, you should have a comma in between all of those adjectives. So if you have more than two in a row, you do need commas. Mariposa, Germany's in the house. Um, and that order, it sounds fine to me. Um, but I think what you can do with learning the order of adjectives is lots of listening. So I, I saw Yawin's question before in the uh, members discord. She said she was going to type it here. I think laying in bed because it's very late in Taiwan right now. But um, you, you don't have to memorize um, the order. So I was thinking about this. I see four big red trucks, right? So I, that sounds very natural to me, four big red trucks. So I think number might go first and then maybe size and then maybe color and then some other things. But I don't want you to memorize that because I think what is going to happen is your brain is going to be too worried about getting that order correct and it might stop your speech. Don't worry about memorizing it. If I say it's a, there are red four big trucks there, it doesn't sound quite right, but that speaker will probably, eh, okay, I understand what you're saying. So just lots and lots of listening, lots and lots of reading, and I think, you know, in a few years, maybe you'll just naturally know the order, but you can, you can look at this Emmanuel shadowing, listening, speaking, proving, improving by leaps and bounds. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. You can learn anything on YouTube. And I'm so glad that you found my channel there are a lot of incredible English teachers out there on YouTube and, and you're watching me. So thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Olga, hey, thank you for becoming a member. Would, uh, would I like to meet Bob the Canadian in person? Oh, I might faint. He's such a superstar. He's almost at a million subscribers. Now we've, uh, we've, uh, we've spoken at least once on Zoom. We, we have talked. We communicate by uh, email every so often. And we might meet in person sometime in 2022. We would have in 2021, but there's that whole, oh, I don't know if I should say it, C19. Let's call it C-19. There, there's that thing going around. So our borders were closed. Black Friday, Aron says, yeah, we can't forget Black Friday. So this Thursday, it's Thanksgiving. 
not a lot of people are working. My school, we let out. There's an English phrasal verb for you. We let out on Tuesday. So we go to school on Tuesday, but then we have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We have that off. So we let out on Tuesday and uh, Wednesday will be the day to prepare for Thanksgiving because my family will be coming over to my house. So my brother and his family, my sister and her family, and my mother will be coming over to my house. So we need to make sure the house is spick and span, spick and span. That's another way to say very clean, very clean. So yeah. What? I missed your Ario. Man, I, I got I got a lot of questions. I'm trying to get to them. I'm trying to get to them. I'm trying to get to them. So here's another question from Anuat. Thank you so much for becoming a member. I'm doing well. I hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing well. Daniel, it's always so good to see you. Um, luckily I follow Daniel on Instagram, so I can keep up with Daniel. But yeah, he's been he's been busy. He has been busy. All right. Oh gee. Oh, gee, Ario from Indonesia. Hope you're doing well. Could you please tell me the meaning of the word G? Oh, gee. Um, well, I think that's such a difficult question. I should probably get a, a sip of water while I think about it. No, it's it's short for uh, um, a swear word. Maybe a swear word to some people, but... Um, you know, if, if you are a religious person, I don't talk a lot about religion here, but, um, or at all, but I do think it's short for, um, Jesus. So instead of, you know, saying that name in a bad way, people will just shorten it to, oh, gee, oh, geez. You might also hear that. And we spell it like this. Oh, geez. It's just another way. It's not swearing at all. But um, if something goes mildly wrong, not really wrong, just mildly wrong, just a little wrong, you can say, oh, geez. For instance, let's say, hey, I've had a lot of caffeine this morning. This is, uh, this is my pink Mountain Dew. And I know Mountain Dew isn't great for you, but it gives me a lot of energy. So I hope I'm not speaking too quickly. But let's say... I'm on my way to work and I get out to my car and I forget my caffeine in the house. I could say, oh, gee, I got to go back in and get it. Do you hear what I said? I got to go back. Got to go back. I have to go back. I got to go back. I got to go back. I got to go back in the house. Got to go back in the house. Can't go to work without my caffeine. And I don't drink coffee, so I am um, caffeinated up today, to use a phrasal verb. I am highly caffeinated today. I will try not to speak too quickly. All right, so Freddie Wolf put in the adjective order. Don't, don't memorize that thing. Don't memorize that thing, okay? I mean, take a look at it, maybe practice it a little bit. But I think if you get too worried about the order 
of nine adjectives, how are you going to speak? You're going to be too hung up. You're going to be too worried about what to say. Just say what comes to your mind. It may be out of order. The speaker will understand what you're saying. Over time, you will nail it just like a native speaker. But I promise you, as babies or in first grade or second grade, there is never a day where the English teacher will say, all right, today, class, we are going to learn the order of adjectives. That does not happen. I promise you, does not happen in native English class. I promise. Ah, yes, Mariposa. A live chat with Bob and Brent all together would be fantastic. Um, I would love that. I would love that. I've been meaning to um, maybe either with my wife, you know, Jamie, she's been on the channel a couple times. Um, that's, you know, just, I think 30 minutes of conversation. I did have that one with the person who cut my hair, Jason, 30 minutes. That's very difficult listening because you have all of the background noise, but it's great practice, um, to just listen to a conversation. It would be also helpful if in a zoom, maybe Bob, the Canadian and I, I know Bob, the Canadian is busy though. I'm a little busy, but I definitely will make time for Bob, the Canadian, um, or have my wife sit down or my sister-in-law. She is Canadian and she has gone through the process of becoming, I don't think she's a, a U.S. citizen, but I think she's a natural citizen. So it would be interesting to listen to two people speaking in a controlled environment without background noise in a fairly slow manner. I think that would be helpful. So if we can get Bob the Canadian one day, that would be great. And uh, I'll be getting a couple other. No, by email. Such a boomer thing. I was, it was, it was on, um, it was on discord. I was, I was just waiting with my son. I was going to throw on the video there. I was going to throw on the video. Uh, do I speak French too? Oh, man, we, oui. je parle français. Oui, oui. No, I don't. Sorry. I don't know much. I took, j'apprends français à mon école, mon école, per très ani, très ani. Ma, I see, I'm getting, I'm getting confused with my, uh, my Italian. Um, I, I took French for three years in high school. I can't speak a lick though. I can't speak at all. I've been learning Italian for the last uh, two and a half years. All right, Mary Posa. I have a question regarding defining and non-defining clauses. Oh my goodness. I'm always confused with which and that and whether I put a comma or not. I would be happy if you could help. Um, well, with the commas, um, I don't want to get into too much grammar, but usually, mm, because I do, I teach this, this is a, a real problem with my native English students right now, when to put a comma. Well, we have these things called run-on sentences, 
Oh my gosh. Then I need to talk about subjects and predicates. Um, if this makes sense, this can be a really quick definition. If you have something doing something, that's a sentence. Okay. Nah, I can't, I might make a video on it, but it's, if you, we have to talk about what is a sentence. So basically if you have two sentences next to each other to connect them, you need to have a comma with some kind of conjunction, like an and or a but or, or an or you can use a semicolon that will work. Um, maybe I'll put a poll out. Would you, do you care about commas? Cause I can do a video on commas. It's just really hard without some visuals, you know, um, pictures to help. So but let me try to do that a little later. How about that? Okay. Let's look down here. Oh, okay. Je fais trois années de français à lycée. I know lycée is, uh, is high school, right? So I took three years of French at, uh, but I can't speak a lick, but I can't speak a lick. Uh, let's see here. Ario is an English learner. I'm still struggling with new words. Any suggestions? Mr. Brent, cool teacher. I like that name. I like that name. Thank you. Um, I always just say lots and lots of reading, lots and lots of reading. That's how my English became better is by reading. And if you can get a book, maybe it's diary of diary of a wimpy kid. We've talked about that book on here um, before there are pictures. They're made for younger students, but they still, I've read all of them as an adult, but they still work. Um, Dog days. If you find that one, it's yellow. Start reading that. You will know most of the words in that book. I know you will, but maybe one or two new words on each page. By the end of the book, you might know a hundred different words that you didn't know before. So try to find a book that you can read pretty easily. And I know if you're a beginner, and I don't think anybody in here is a beginner, because if you were, you couldn't understand me. But if you're a beginner, find a book or intermediate, find a book that is almost easy for you. But on every page, you don't know one, two, three, or four words. As you keep reading, we call it in English, context clues. So if you know all of the words surrounding that word, you'll probably understand that word, but you need to know most of the words surrounding that unknown word for it to work. Finding the right book is, is tough. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, right. Um, somewhere up here, Mode did write some French up here, I think to Freddie. Freddie's from France. I know Danny's from France. So there are a lot of um, French viewers right now or, or two. And I know Mode speaks French. Uh, yeah, he did. He wrote a little French there. I, I can't say that, but I, I do know that he says, I hope you are doing well, right? 
And I don't know what that, I don't know what the other thing is. It's plastic. That's what, that's what I think that means right there. It's plastic. I'm not sure why mode would be saying that to Danny. It's plastic. See my, my high school French still works. Good. That's weird. You would say it's plastic though. Maybe it's a pleasure or something. It looks almost like it's a beach, but, uh, I think beach starts with P and, and uh, let's stick to English. Okay. Let's stick to English. No, Mary Posa. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Buffering, buffering. I hope not. Oh, Amina. All right. Thank you so much. I hope work is going well. You're not going to get in trouble. So before the chat started, it said that I had about a $20 super chat. So I didn't know who that was from. It takes one day for YouTube to tell me. So what I was going to do is check tomorrow and then on the next live, have a little sticker. I probably will still do that though. But Amina, thank you so much. I hope all is going well. So if, um, if that was your super chat, and I know it was, let's do this. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Mina, thank you. Thank you so much. It means uh, so much, those super chats. They really help pay for the uh, the streaming, pay for the microphones, all that stuff. Pay for the editing software. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It helps keep the lights on. As we say, it helps keep the show going. So, Amina, thank you. And on the next super chat, uh, I'm sorry, on the next live, I'll have a little sticker there to thank you all formally and everything. Thank you so much. All right. Okay. Hey, Brent, I listened to the Lionel Richie song. Say you, say me. I can't sing, but uh, Lionel Richie can sing. He's good. He's good. He's he's easy like Sunday morning to listen to. Yeah, Lionel Richie is one of the best. My wife, Jamie, loves Lionel Richie. He's great. And it sounds a bit weird to me. Shouldn't he be singing, say you tell me instead? Yeah. Um, a lot of times with, oh, songs and poetry, we have something called poetic license, a poetic license. It means you don't have to use correct grammar. You don't have to use the words in the right way. If you want a certain rhyme, if you want a certain rhythm to the words, you can mix up their order. So it sounds good when he sings it. It sounds so good, so much better than my singing, but yeah, I don't, it, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Say you, say me. It makes no sense. It's a good song. It's a good song. Lionel Richie could sing anything and it would be good. In English, we have a saying, any singer you like, Adele, Lionel Richie, Mariah Carey, whatever you like, they could sing the songbook and I would listen. No, I didn't say that right. They could sing the telephone book. Let me write that down. They could sing the telephone book and I'd listen. 
Type, type, type. There it goes. They could sing the telephone book and I'd listen. They could sing the phone book and I'd listen. Now to all of you young people out there, a phone book is what us boomers, us old people had to use before the internet. They were usually thick books and it would have people's names and their telephone numbers. So you can imagine if someone is just singing names and numbers, it would be boring. But Lionel Richie could sing the phone book and uh, I'd listen. I'd listen to it. I would listen to it. (laughs) Very funny. Thank you so much. Look at this. Alina, I read about 150,000 words in English this week. Decided that I need to read more because usually I can't concentrate when it's a big text. Yeah. Um, audiobooks, audiobooks are a great way as well, but, um, the audiobooks are great because the pronunciation is there for you too. But Alina, 150,000 words. Um, that's at least depending on the book, but a, a book this size, it's probably depending, you know, depending on the print, but geez, that's awesome. Congratulations. Hey, Alex, don't be sorry. Thank you so much for watching. Alex says, sorry. I want to give you a super sticker, but my area won't let those kind of things happen. It That happens. Just tune in. Thank you so much for watching. Maybe, you know, hit that thumbs up. Thank you for watching. That's that's huge too. Just by watching, it really helps the channel. So thank you. Hey, Gopi, welcome from India. Hope you're doing well. Um, before the chat started, it looked like I think Mega was saying that um, it was cold in India or was it hot? It was hot in India and in her part of India. I know India is a big country, but in in her area, I think she said it was hot. All right, Alex, beginner. Yeah, you know, just keep, Alex, just keep at it. It gets easier and easier the more you do it. It really does. Really does. It's it's your first year learning English is your hardest year because you need to learn everything. But the learning happens pretty quickly that first year because you know So like you're learning so much. Some of the people that are at that intermediate level or that advanced level, it might not feel like you're learning as quickly because you know so many words, but what you're probably working on is something we call fluency in English, fluency, like how things flow. So you'll be able to speak more fluidly, like, like water flows. You'll be able to speak more um, naturally without so many pauses. So you're still learning. It may not feel like it because you may not be acquiring new vocabulary as much, but what you're doing is in English, we call it fine tuning. You're working on the small things. So still learning. All right. I don't know. I don't know that book, Mary Posa, but Mary Posa from Germany has a book that might be helpful to people learning English. 
Mm, thank you. I knew it was plastic. Thank you. Plastic. All right. Mode. Okay, let me ask. Could you please talk a little bit about AC unit systems that are commonly used in the US? Yeah, I can. So where so when mode says AC, he means air conditioning. So when it gets hot in the summer, how do we cool our houses? Okay. Americans. Where I live in the north, we have cold winters and our summers are warm too hot. Okay. Some days it can get hot. Most people where I live, excuse me, they will have what's called window units. So you put the air conditioner in the window and that's how it cools off your bedroom. A lot of times we'll only cool our bedrooms. It's just so expensive, right? Um, luckily my house has a nice big air conditioner in the living room. So we can cool my bedroom, the living room. My children sleep in the basement where I am at now. We have a basement. That's the first floor. It's underground. So it stays pretty cool down there. In the American South, most houses, if they can afford it, they will have something called central air, central air. All of the rooms are cooled. It's a little more expensive, but it's a little hotter down there. So they don't have window units as much down there. It's just way too hot. Hope that helps mode. Hope that helps. Let's see. Looking through. Oh, the outsiders. Okay. So Mary Posa also says the outsiders is a great book. I've read it and there's a movie. A lot of times if a book has a movie that goes along with it, you know, the book has been made into a movie. It can be rewarding. You could watch the movie first. So you have an understanding of what the book will be about. Maybe put on English subtitles as you're reading. I'm sorry, as you're watching the movie and then read the book or vice versa. Vice versa means the opposite way. You could read the book first and then watch the movie after. Oh, the cold has started. Mega, the cold has started. Uh, yeah. So Arone says phone books and rotary phones, very popular in the past. Yeah. A rotary phone. It's that it had the circle and you had to put your finger in the number and turn it around and wait for it, especially a uh, zero. The zero, I think, took the longest. You know, you didn't want a friend who had a zero in their number because it would take so long. Sing in the phone book. Yeah, they could sing the phone book and I would still like it. Oh my gosh. Okay, hang on. Mickey. I bet I could sing a chorus of Alan Jackson living on love. Love, love Alan Jackson. Love me some Alan Jackson. Is that grammatically correct? No. Will you hear native English speakers talk like that all the time? Yes. So I love me 
some Michael Jackson. I love me some Mountain Dew in the morning. It wakes me up. So you can say that if you want to sound a little more natural. Mm, I love me some Alan Jackson. Living on love. I can't remember the words though. Living on love. Love ain't worth and something. There's a dime in there. You know, I'm not going to sing it. That's for sure. But I love Alan Jackson. He is great. All right, Oscar. I would love to listen to you speak Spanish. Uh, one day, I would love to. Um, often, at the end of these live lessons, I do say adios amigos, which is a little weird for an English teacher to say. I just like the rhyme. And um, even in my classroom, as students are leaving, I will say adios amigos, adios amigos. It just sounds cool. I was talking with Linda in the Discord server this week. And um, she says, see you later, alligator. See you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. So there's a way you may have heard that before, but see you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. Alligators, crocodiles, they look like the same. They look like the same animal. I guess they're not. I guess their mouths are different shapes. I don't know. Hey, if I see an alligator or a crocodile, I'm not going to be checking its mouth. I'm going to be running. And I heard if a crocodile or an alligator is chasing after you, you should run in a zigzag pattern. <laughs> and a zigzag pattern is like this, not a straight line, but that's a zigzag, zigzag, zigzag. Let me write that up there. Zig. Zag. It's exactly what it sounds like. First for English. Zigzag. Hmm. Um, somebody just asked. Try to get a little quicker with these questions here or with my answers. Where somebody said, Where have I been in the in the in the world? And I can't find it. All right. Amen. How are you, man? Do you travel a lot? Ooh, I don't. I don't travel too much. In the United States, yeah, if you've seen some of the videos on the channel, I have gone from Maine to North Carolina. I've done a little traveling on the channel. What foreign countries have I visited? I have visited Canada. I have visited England. I have visited France, Belgium, Germany, Denmark, Sweden, and Finland. And in about a month, I will be traveling to Sweden. Maybe do a couple English lessons from Sweden. Uh, my son is playing hockey in Sweden. So those are the countries I've, I have been to. And then I will be going to another country in about a month. So I have been to nine countries. I will be going to Sweden in about a month. I like to talk with my hands and I keep hitting the microphone. So I hope that helps. Little tense practice there. Past tense. All right. Let's look for some more questions here. Ibrahim, how are you? Sunshine from Armenia is here. 
Miho is is here as well from Japan. All right, Sunshine, Spanglish. Is that a real word? Yes, yes, it is. So many Americans speak English. Many Americans speak Spanish. But if there is a person, they don't have to be American. Um, if there is a person whose family speaks Spanish and English really well, a lot of times what happens is they start combining Spanish, excuse me, Spanish and English. So it becomes Spanglish. Yeah, Spanglish. It is a real thing. Yeah, some families will speak a form of Spanglish. So a little bit of English, a little bit of Spanish. Hey, look at that, Alexander. It's not that cold in Moscow. 33 degrees. I think it's warmer here. I don't think it's 33 right now. Well, it is It is later. Um, why am I getting uh, text messages? I don't... I don't, I don't want to be part of that text thread. I don't know what that is. Something about my son's hockey. Um, but let's see. What's the temperature here right now? Probably check that out. Um, oh, I, I changed mine to Celsius. So it's, it's one degree Celsius. I think we're about the same. I have to do some more yard work outside. Yeah, it's 34 here. 34 here. Oof. All right, what's this? Freddy. Give me a hug, ladybug. Is that real? Did you make that up? I've not heard that. Take care, polar bear. I've never heard that. I like that though. See you soon, raccoon out the door, dinosaur. I love that. I'll leave that up there for a little bit, just in case anybody wants to wants to see that. I said I'd leave it up for a little bit. Hang on. All right, Vitali says I like your webinars. It helps me learn English. Hello from Latvia. Latvia. Not a lot of viewers from Latvia. Do you live in Riga? I think that's the capital of Latvia. One of my favorite YouTubers, bald and bankrupt. He is in Lithuania right now. Maybe he'll be visiting. Um, yeah, I would love to, Mariposa. I would love to go to Germany and visit Anya. And Mary Posa, for sure. That is the goal. One day, I will be hopefully traveling a lot more. A lot more. Texas. My son is actually going to be playing hockey in Texas soon. That's how some people from Texas say Texas. 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 You can practice that if you would like. Texas. All right. Lots of conversations, but not too many questions. Living on love without somebody ain't nothing worth a dime. Oh yeah. Alan Jackson is one of the best. I could listen to him sing the phone book. Mm, so good. <laughs> Alina says I'm great at pronouncing things in Russian. Well, thank you, Alina. That means a lot from someone who actually is Russian. Miazvut Brent. Kaktila, Alina. Kaktila. I love babushka. It's a great word. 
babushka. All right, I do have a question from a channel member. Let's pull that up. I got this from the Discord server. So if you would like to become a member, I'm sure there's a link somewhere down there. We chat on Discord quite a bit. Well, this is Yawin. I hope it's not too too late, Yawin, but she asks a very good question here. I ran into the word tertiary. That's how you pronounce that word in quotation marks in a Lonely Planet book. And I got confused. Why tertiary? Why is a tertiary road a lower level than a primary road when tertiary education is a higher level than primary education? What's the difference between tertiary and third? Look at that. Aroni. Thank you, my friend. You just put a link. Look at this guy. Thank you. Okay. Let's talk about, oh, there's so many good questions in here. Educational fans. See, I need to stay focused. I will get, I will get, I will get those questions in just a minute. All right. So this is a very advanced word, tertiary. I may make a lesson about this word, maybe on the other channel, but we do have these adjectives like primary, which would be first, secondary, which would be second, and then the very rare tertiary. It is not used very often. It's like, it's like third. So when Yawin is talking about roads, a primary road would be like a highway. And I do think I will make a lesson on this. It's a very busy road. It's a road that's used often. Sometimes you'll hear of secondary roads. They are not used as often. Maybe you go within the town, but maybe you don't go from town to town. You just stay within that town on a secondary road. We hear about primary roads and sec. There's something going on in my house. What is that? Do you hear that? It could be, could be my dog or my wife's dog. Oh my gosh. It sounded like, um, it sounded like the dog was not doing well. If you heard that, that sounded like scary. Um, let me just text her and make sure he's, uh, he's a dog that, uh, he has a pushed in nose, we call it, and he can't breathe very well. Sometimes it didn't sound good. I hope he's okay. Okay. Oh. Or maybe my daughter practicing for, I don't know. Okay, so he's fine, but I hear a noise. Hopefully you don't hear noise. What was I saying? Do you hear that? I hope you don't. What is that noise? Sleeping, what's the noise? It's probably my daughter. What's the noise? Um, my daughter is in a play um, where she has to play an old grandmother and a witch. She might be practicing her lines or something, but I was scared for a second. So tertiary, it means third. We very rarely use this. So even to answer um, Yawin's other question, we do have primary education. That's for really little kids. We have secondary education. It's for teenagers. Also college would be secondary education, but we don't say tertiary. We say post-secondary. 
So I hope that helps Yawin. Like I said, I might make an entire video on tertiary. And another word that is uh, very useful, but not a lot of um, Americans say it, is penultimate. And that means second to last. Okay. So this week I have a two-day work week, Monday and Tuesday. So Monday will be the penultimate day I have to work that week, second to last. Tuesday is the last day I have to work that week. So if you want to sound all fancy in English, try using tertiary or penultimate. But don't be shocked if native English speakers don't know what you're talking about. Because those words are not used all that often. And I'm surprised Lonely Planet used it. But tertiary, it's just fun to say. Oh, Sunshine says, yeah, in Texas, I can definitely see them using Spanglish. I can see Florida, the state of Florida, using Spanglish. Absolutely. Um, Mickey is wondering, have I ever heard of the show How I Met Your Mother? I've been watching this. Definitely killed me. So much fun. I have definitely heard of it. It's very popular. I think even now it's it's not running anymore. So they're not making new episodes, but I still think it's popular. I just don't have a lot of time to watch um, shows. My two favorite shows are Seinfeld. Mode knows that. And I still love Friends. And so my family and I, we will watch Friends every so often. But Chef Cat from Turkey, welcome. Hope you're doing well. All right. Let's see here. Manuel, how are you? Teacher, there is an ad for teaching Italian. Is that correct? Um, maybe. Um, it sounds like... There's an ad for people who, is there a school looking for Italian teachers? So I think that almost makes sense, but we might want to change it to something like, hey, there's an ad for a school looking for teachers or looking for Italian teachers or something. I, th I think there might be something missing there. There's an ad for teaching Italian. When I hear that, it makes me think that a school is looking for Italian teachers. They're hiring Italian teachers. So if that's what you mean, go with that. But, okay. Ibrahim, are you going to buy anything on Black Friday? Well, Ibrahim and I, I just saw his, uh, we're on Facebook, right? I, I know Ibrahim on Facebook. The only thing that I'm buying um, Black Friday might be some more Bitcoin, but that's it. I don't think I'm buying anything. I don't need a toaster. I don't need a microwave. But yeah, in the United States, a lot of people just buy things to buy things, even things they don't need, even things they don't need because they're getting a good deal because the price of the item, it's, it's on sale. So I don't think I'm going to be buying anything on Black Friday. Uh, maybe online, maybe a new book or something if it's a really good deal. But yeah, I don't buy a whole lot of things. 
don't buy a whole lot of things. Snazzy. Snazzy. Looks like there's a new member. Snazzy, have you been a member already? And you're just coming back maybe, but I definitely, it seems like you have already been a member. But if not, welcome. Uh, welcome back. Here we go. New member. Make sure you check the members tab for the Discord, the members chat, and the bonus videos. All right. So now your name is in green, Snazzy. You got those little emojis you can put on there. Yeah, check us out in the Discord server. Check the members tab. There'll be a link for Discord. If you have any trouble with it, let me know. Leave a comment and I can put up another link for the Discord. But welcome welcome back, Snazzy. I think it's welcome back, right? Welcome back. Thank you so much. And channel members, you also have um, the ability to put something in green if you would like. I think every month you have that option. So hello there. How are you? All right. Have you read any of the psychological novels by Irvin Yolam? Like when Nietzsche wept? No, no, I haven't. Should I? I do. If something is a psychological novel, Oftentimes you'll hear psychological thriller in English and it means it makes you think. So maybe there was a crime committed and as you're reading it, your mind is trying to figure out who committed that crime. So I do like psychological thrillers, but I have not, I have not when Nietzsche, when Nietzsche wept, but um, it could be just psychological because Nietzsche, is he German? I don't know. Is he German? So it might have something to do with the with the way the brain works, though. I haven't. Hey, who's that? Yawin? I think Yawin left a, a super sticker. Come on, Yawin. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Got a little something for you. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, that means a lot, Yawin. Thank you. Thank you so much. And Yawin is a channel member. There is a video that I did all about Yawin's questions comparing Americans with people who live in Taiwan, the Taiwanese. So Yawin, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Open man. What's going on? Eh, we will be wrapping up the lesson in a little while, but, uh, this is so fun. Now we'll be here for a bit more. All right. (laughs) Chef cat is wondering, what do I think about Bitcoin? Um, I think Bitcoin is not that risky. I do own Bitcoin. So, um, I see what's happening with the money around the world. Chef cat is from Turkey. And I know that inflation I'm going to be using some number, uh, some English terms here with money, but inflation. And I know where the money has less value. So I think Bitcoin is a great place to store your money. There is going to be some volatility. When I say volatility, that means it's going to go up. It's going to go down. It's going to go up. It's going to go down. But as long as you hold Bitcoin, for a long time, your money will be safe or safer than leaving it in a bank. But 
Yeah, I think, um, you know, I can't give financial advice. You don't want financial advice from me. You only want English advice. But what I'm doing with my extra money, instead of leaving it in a bank, I am putting it into Bitcoin, putting it into Bitcoin to use a, a phrasal verb there. And I know Turkey, I know Turkey, the inflation is getting scary. So I hope all the best for everyone in Turkey. I know I see Cecilia. Oh, I see. I was just going to mention. Um, I see Cecilia in here too. Um, Argentina worries me. I know that there have been a couple other South American countries with bad inflation problems. Thinking about you, Venezuela. Um, yeah. So it is scary. Scary. The U.S. We're printing a lot of money. Our inflation isn't like Turkey or Argentina. Europe is printing a lot of money too. So it's scary. Wait, wait. Open man. I have lost much money on Bitcoin. Oh no. So the if you keep your money in Bitcoin, you won't lose. If you you have to keep it in for a long time. If you if you put it in and then you pull it out, at the wrong time, you can definitely lose money, which is why we call Bitcoin a long hold. Hold it for years. You will make money. You will make money. But this isn't a financial channel, right? I'm sorry that you lost money. I'm sorry that you lost money. Hey, look look at this. Ario is exactly right. What goes up must come down. Exactly. Exactly. Nine years. Nine years, I think, is the best option. Is that for learning English? Nine years is a good time for learning English. I promise if you stick with it, use another English phrasal verb there. If you never stop, if you stick with it, studying English, nine years, you will be very good. It takes a long time. Open man, how was my last week? My, my This past week was awesome. I had a really good week. I hope you did too. All right. Educational fans, what's going on? Can you clarify the phrase to carve out a niche for someone? That word there, niche, it actually has two pronunciations. You'll hear niche and you'll hear niche. Okay. Those both work. Yes, we will We will use that. Yeah, and what that means to carve out a niche for someone or to carve out a niche for someone, it means they have found their calling. It means they have found what they're good at. It means they've found what makes them happy. So I just saw, I just saw um, Manuel talking about hiking. So maybe, let's say someone my age, I'm 46, by the way. Let's say I never hiked. And one day, a friend asked me, they're like, hey, do you want to go on a hike with me? Uh, I don't know. I've never, I've never been on a hike. Um, but yeah, sure, I'll go. And let's say I go and I really like it. Like I might carve out a little niche for myself, meaning like you found that thing. And then, you know, it's a little part of your life that you really like but you continue to do it. Um, I would like to think that, um, you know, teaching English with teaching English, 
I've carved out a little niche for myself. Like, I think I'm good at teaching English. I think that's something I do well. So I spend time doing it. So carve out a little niche for yourself. Yeah. Like a little niche. It's like a, a little, a little piece of something is a niche. Um, and if you're really good at that, you might say, yeah, that's my niche. Well, what's your niche? Well, uh, I like hiking. Yeah. It's my niche. A little thing I like. I like teaching English. So hope that helps. All right. Um, Mega is wondering about what things get inflated. She's asking Cecilia, but I can talk about, I can talk about that. The word inflated. So it can be a verb. And let's say you have, um, a tire on your car. If it's flat, it means doesn't have any air. It wouldn't be really a good thing to drive your car on tires that have no air. They would be flat. So you can inflate them. And that means to put air into them. Right now, I will inflate my cheeks. These are my cheeks. I just inflated my cheeks. So usually the word inflate means to fill with air. When we talk about money, it means that the money becomes less valuable. It's not worth as much as it was a year ago. Okay. Let's just take a year. It could be any amount of time, but let's say in Argentina, not say the United States, just because I know our money a little bit better. Let's say a loaf of bread cost $1 in 2020. So my job, I make the same money every year more or less, you know, little raises here. But let's say in 2020, I could buy that loaf of bread for a dollar. But in 2021, it now costs a dollar and 10 cents. It's a little more expensive, but I'm still making the same amount of money. So my money doesn't go as far. And if you add like one loaf of bread with your whole groceries, you may be paying $20 more each week for your groceries. So $20 a week, that's $80 a month. Not very good at math after that, but whatever 80 times 12 is, you know, it can get rough. And that's what's happening in places like Argentina and Turkey is that they can't buy as many things as they once could because the money isn't worth as much as it once was. I hope that helps. Some very difficult concepts, but I tried to, yeah, Cecilia said, prices go up each week, which would be great if you keep making more money at your job, but guess what? The prices go up quicker than the money you make, which is, which is very tough. Hey, is Maria here? If Mar it looks like somebody's talking to Maria. So, Hey, what's up? Gavin Lafleur is in the house. He is on my son's hockey team. And I heard that he is actually going to be playing in the game today. So, so I'm glad you, I heard you and Sousa were actually going to be playing today. So I, I can't watch you today, but I will be there tomorrow, Gavin. So Gavin's a good guy. Gavin's a good guy. Hey, Radu like the shirt. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
Maria is here. Argentina is in the house at least twice, maybe, maybe three times. So welcome. Shout out to everyone in Argentina. Shout out to everyone in Turkey too. Uh, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, Chef Cat. I don't want to get um, too much into uh, finances because uh, I'm definitely not an expert. But if you are paying rent for an apartment or a house, it can get really difficult. If you own a house, so if you own your property, the price usually goes up, which is a good thing. But if you are renting, it is really, really tough. Sorry about that, Chef Cat. Yeah, it's it's money printing. It's because the yeah, it's not it's not going to be looking good for a lot of countries here in the next decade or so. Yeah, I'm sorry, Manuel. And I do think that the president of Brazil is thinking about getting into Bitcoin, which might help. Might help. You cannot inflate Bitcoin. But I'm not I'm not here to uh to sell Bitcoin or anything. Oscar. Yes, that's right. Three people from Austria, uh from Argentina here today. I am wearing a spotted shirt today. There, there are little dots on it. Yeah. All right, Mary Posa is wondering what's the difference between a condo and an apartment? That's a very good question. So if you know what an apartment is. Picture that in your mind. So a building that might have little different places where people live. Different families live in the same building. They each have their own apartment. Usually what a condo is, instead of renting, you actually own that space. So if you're renting, you might have what we call a landlord, a person you pay money to each month in your apartment. If you own that apartment, we usually call that a condo. So they are apartments that people own themselves. So that's that's the main difference right there. Yeah, you know what? Sunshine says it really well. Each country has their own type of problems, right? Hopefully mostly good wherever you live. I know that there are good things about every country. Chef Ket sent some pictures from Turkey. I mean, come on, beautiful. Uh, but you know, we all have our problems too. We have our good things and we have our bad things. Alexander, do you know any specific words or slang that is used in the American South? Because everybody is talking just how do y'all, how do y'all, you might hear that, uh, definitely in Texas, saying hi to someone or saying hi to a group of people. You might hear y'all. Y'all's pretty good. Um, I know in French and Italian and Spanish, you have the plural you, where you can talk to a group of people and you have that pronoun to use. In English, we don't have that. So you'll hear different variations like, hey, you guys, hey, you all, hey, y'all. But yeah, they do use that in the South. Um, last year, I think my wife and I, we made a video about 
slang in the American South. So um, you might want to check that out. One that I do remember is, uh, bless his heart or bless her heart. If someone is kind of stupid, if they're not very smart, you might just say, oh, bless her heart. So it's a, it's a polite way to say they are not very smart. And you might just kind of put your hand to your chest. Oh, bless his heart. If somebody says something really stupid, you might not want to say, bless your heart in the American South, Texas, Alabama, Florida, out loud to anybody. But if you have that friend that you're talking to, you know, but another person who isn't in the room, it's all oh, bless his heart, bless his heart. Uh, did I use that bad shape, bad shape? Yeah. If something is in bad shape, it means it's not doing well. So bad shape. You just talked, uh, about your country. Oh, that has the, some, some problem. Uh, why don't I have to talk about mine? Oh, you can, you can talk about your, your country's problem too, if you would like. Yeah. But, um, it is also inflation is becoming a problem in the United States. Yeah. We're not quite in bad shape yet, but we might be, we might be in a few years. Mm. Ah, what is the reason for continuous inflation? That is a tough question, but it, it usually starts out with the government who controls the money printing too much money. At one time, the money in the United States was backed up by gold, backed up, English phrasal verb. So the United States could not print more money than it had gold. So in the United States, there are a couple places here that have lots and lots of gold. It's what the United States owns. Yeah, that, yeah, we don't do that anymore. We just keep printing paper and then it, it doesn't have value as much value. Yeah. Um, am I referring to, Oh, am I okay? Am I renting the place where I live? No, I own the house that I live in. And what happens is that let's say my house cost a hundred thousand dollars pretty cheap for American a house these days. Probably most houses go for $200,000. I don't have $200,000, but what I can do is I can go to the bank and they will lend me the money. I did a, I did a live lesson on money a few months ago. You can check that out. But what the bank does is they charge me interest. So they might give me $200,000, but then they charge me interest each year, maybe 2% on the money that I owe them. So that's how banks make their money. They will give me the money for my house, but I need to pay it back over the 30 years. And I pay a little bit more each year to the bank. And we call that interest. We call that interest. 
Hello. How are you? Oh, I think um, Miho said that Japan also has Black Friday. And I know um, talking with Arone that Italy is now starting to have Black Friday. So, but I don't know if you celebrate Thanksgiving. So in the United States, our Black Friday, where all the stores have deals, they have a sale. That is the Friday after Thanksgiving. Black Friday is the Friday after Thanksgiving. Oh, Miho, I, maybe I should have read that comment. Many stores have a sale and we oh start getting ready for Christmas. But no Thanksgiving in Japan. Thanksgiving's a good time. Yeah. Egypt. Yes. I hope all of the countries will get their problems solved. Ibrahim. Ibrahim. You can take that to the bank. If something is true and you make a promise, you can say, hey, I can take that to the bank. You can take that to the bank. All right, Mary Posa, what's this? I heard an American saying, my Italian has gone south. Oh, has gotten worse? Why south? Oh, okay, yes, yes. No, 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 no. Um, Yeah, I don't think that it means anything about about the American South. I just think if something is doing well, you know, it might go up like this. But if it goes down, it's not doing as well. So yeah, I could say, oh, if my Italian was really good, it's not. And then I don't study for a year and then it gets worse. I could definitely say that, hey, how's your Italian going? Oof kind of gone south it has taken a nosedive let me write that down there you could also say that it has taken it actually might come from money i'm not sure but if something has taken a nosedive let's say this is an airplane and it's flying in a straight line the nose of the plane is the front of it a nosedive is like that. So people can dive into the water. They might go in head first. A plane takes a nosedive. That would be dangerous. But anytime something has gotten really bad or has gotten worse, you can say it has gone south or it has taken a nosedive. But I don't think it has anything to do with Florida or Alabama or Texas. IELTS prep. How are you? Indonesia's in the house. Um, somebody this week asked for Indonesian subtitles. So I am going to start putting Indonesian subtitles on a lot of my lessons. There are a number of viewers from Indonesia, so welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you. A lot of your videos are pretty easy to understand. So thank you. I thought there might've been a question there, but thank you so much. All right. Looking through for some questions here. See a lot of, oh, hey, Radu, Brent, 
Do you know any American English words that are used primarily in the Midwest? No. Um, when we talk about the Midwest, we're talking about states like Ohio, Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin. They do have a different accent out there. And one of the sayings that you might hear is, you betcha, you betcha. That's how they might say it. Um, and what, what would we say here instead? It's like, um, let's say, hey, did you have fun at the party last night? Oh, you betcha, you betcha. It just means I did. Um, hey, do you like that pizza you're eating right now? Oh, you betcha. Yeah, it's, um, it's kind of like you bet I do. Like, but it's just like, write it out. Like it's, how do we say it? You, you betcha. I think there's actually a YouTube channel called you betcha. And I think it's about the Midwest. It's a, it's a funny guy who does, but yeah, you betcha, right? There you go, Radu. Yeah. You betcha. I think it's only used in like Wisconsin, Wisconsin, that's how they might say it, Wisconsin, or Minnesota, Minnesota. They might say it like that out there. But yeah, you betcha. You betcha. Ooh, Mickey. Wait. Been uh, thinking about replacing my car with a bicycle. Yeah, hey, better for the environment. Doesn't use gas. But if you have a long commute to work... <laughs> Your legs might get really tired. Yeah, Ario, man. I'm sorry. There's a lot going on in the chat. I'm trying. I'm trying. Manual. Oh, when you don't know the real truth about Brazil, you don't have the right to say a thing. You know what's going on in your own country. Everything here in Brazil is a ripoff. No cap. No lie. Yeah, I... I will say, Emmanuel, you are the expert when it comes to Brazil. That is definitely not something I am an expert in. Yeah, we have a we have a few accents in the United States. Yeah, the Northeast accent, where I live, New York, New Jersey, the American South, and even Texas has a little different accent from Florida. So. Was this cover in versus cover with? Hmm. Um, let's see. What could you be covered in? Well, let's say you uh, are running, right, on the grass. You're running on the grass, but it has just rained. And you slip and you fall down. You might be covered in mud. Which I don't I don't think you would say you would be covered with mud. You could. So for that case, you could use both. Oh man, you're you're all covered in mud. Oh, you're covered. You're covered with mud. Now I would say covered in mud. Um, oh. So usually when we use covered in, you could be covered from head to toe. Oh man. Um man, maybe there's a there's a glass, maybe there's a cup covered covered with gold. Maybe if it was made out of gold 
or the the final layer was gold, you might say, "Oh, that cup is covered with covered with gold." Man, that's a tough one, sunshine. Maybe I will make a video on that, covered in and covered with. I don't think there's a huge difference, but um yeah. Oh, sorry, friend. No, no, Emmanuel, that's fine. That's fine. It's all good. It's all good. Um, yeah, but that the main yeah. I have tried to get rid of my main accent, so I have more of a neutral accent. I have lived in other places in the United States, like Alabama. So I don't know if I have a main accent anymore, but I know when talking with Bob the Canadian, he says there are some things that I say definitely sound like the Northeast. So Maine, where I live, has a little different accent from Boston, from Boston. You know, they might say, pack the cat in the yad. They don't pronounce their R's that much. And then I don't think Bob is here um, from learn Italian con le americano, but he's from New Jersey. And so New York, New Jersey has a little bit of a different accent. They might say New York, New York. So there are, but I think the more that we're all watching the same movies, the same YouTube channels, those accents are disappearing a little bit. Uh, covered in blood. Yes, sunshine. Yes, good point. So somebody, oof, be awful, but yeah, somebody could be covered in blood. We would not say covered with blood. But if you did, people would know. But you might cover yourself with a blanket. Yeah, if it's really cold, you would cover yourself with a blanket. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Oh, what's my favorite vegetable? What's my favorite fruit? Um, I would love to know what is yours? What is yours, Radu? What um vegetables do you like best? Yeah, please put in the chat. What's your favorite fruit? What's your favorite vegetable? Well, when it comes to fruits for me, I mean apples. How can you go wrong with apples? Bananas. Love them. Love them. Grapes. Those are probably my three favorite. When it comes to vegetables, green beans might be my favorite. Green beans. How about you? Oh, Chevcat has to go. Chevcat has to go. Oh, looks like Anya has to go. Maybe, maybe we should all go. Italo, am I excited for the new Spider-Man movie in December? Hugs from Brazil. Italo, I am. I can't wait to see what they're doing with that new Spider-Man movie. It sounds like some of the former Spider-Men will be in the universe, the Spideyverse. Sounds like they're bringing back um, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. It could be amazing. I am. I love the Spider-Man movies. I love the the first two. Right? Oh, blueberries. Yeah, blueberries. Amazing. And we have um, some really good blueberries in Maine. We have some wild blueberries. Yeah. Yeah, Tallow, I can't wait. Spider-Man, it's good stuff. I just, there are so many movies. Somebody asked in the chat if I've seen the new 007 movie. I want to. 
I had a couple minutes last week and I watched Casino Royale again, maybe the first 20 minutes, but mm, I want to go see it. I need to go see it. It's just so busy. Mangoes, bananas. All right. There is an, a, there's an Indian restaurant in my town, a couple towns over on my way to work um, called Mother India, and they make an incredible mango lassi. Love it. Love it. Great one right there. Manuel is wondering, is there a famous idiom using Apple? Yes. I think I might've done a video on that, but there is something called the, the apple of my eye. Parents will use this when they're talking about their children in a really good way. They'll say, Oh, they're the apple of my eye. They're my whole world. They're everything that I love the apple of my eye. What is Bob the Canadian going? Yeah, I don't know if I can stay until Bob the Canadian, but hey, don't forget, check out Bob the Can- Bob's live now. He's live now. Hang on. Is he really? If he is, he's going, I think he's going a little bit early if he's live. Let's check it out. Bob it says, um, I'm live. No, he's not live. He's not live yet. Let's see here. He, I think he's going live pretty soon, though. So you can share this, right? Yeah. See, Bob the Canadian, he is live at 11 a.m. So for me, that's in about 25 minutes. It's in about 25 minutes. So not live quite yet. Oh, yeah. The, do you know about the wild blueberries in Maine? Oh, they're amazing. Yeah, Mickey, I would like to find, so Mickey says, Brent, I saw one lesson you made that there was a weed dispensary. Do you think it worked well since legalization started? Yeah, I don't know the rules of, when we talk about weed in the United States, we're talking marijuana. You might hear that, but most people will say weed, fewer syllables. Um, I don't know how it works, and I would love to do a lesson from a weed dispensary because they are popping up all over the state popping up that means they're becoming more and more so maybe two years ago there was like one weed dispensary in my state but since then they've been starting to pop up and there are probably 50 in my town and my town's not that big so yeah I don't know how it's going. Uh, I I think the government is making money from the taxes. I, I don't know. I don't know. So I I am probably not a good person to ask, but I will try to find out. I will try to find out. Ooh, Follow the House of Usher by Edgar Allan Poe. It is an amazing short story. Not an easy one to read. I have taught it a couple times. In my 20 years of teaching, I have taught it to my students. It's a great one. Great one to read in October near Halloween in the United States. So yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. We also say that when, um, like my son, if he is exactly like me, we could use it in that way. Oh, 
the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So if the children are like their parents, that's when we use it. Oh yeah. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. We do say that, um, you stay healthy if you eat at least one apple a day. Hey, Brian, how are you? Welcome. Bob's live now. Is he really? Well, if he's live now, I say, let's go over there. It's not, it says that at 16 are waiting. Yeah. When it says 22 minutes, is he live on his other channel? Let's see here. Cause look at, it says 20, 22 minutes. He'll be live. What a good picture of Bob, huh? What a handsome devil he is. And, uh, he's wearing a blue shirt in that picture. It's very fitting. Very fit. Hey, I have a blue shirt on today too. So I, you know what? I do have to get going. That's another, that's another, Oh, I never said, Oh, favorite vegetable, eggplant, eggplant. Hey, um, Anita. Yeah. Thank you. I do need to get going. I do need to get (laughs) this coffee into the fruit category. I don't think so, but if it makes you feel better, sure, sure. All right. Yeah. 22 minutes left before Bob goes live. But I do have to go outside and rake some more leaves up. They've been the bane of my existence. When something has really given you trouble, you can say that they are the bane of my existence. Hopefully, if you have children, they're not the bane of your existence. But it's whatever is really making your life difficult, you can say they are the bane of my existence. Bane. Bane. Eves right now as they are falling from the trees they have been the bane of my existence for the past month I need to rake up these leaves before the snow starts to fall so I need to go out I did say I did I did say handsome devil Ibrahim yeah so you can if you're joking around with somebody with like a friend it's ah what a handsome little devil right there. You know, we might often say that about little children or whatever, but I just thought, you know, I just thought, look at that. What a handsome devil. Yeah. We don't really mean, um, devil there or anything, anything bad. It's just another way to, you know, say they're handsome without being like too honest about it. He's a handsome guy though. He's a handsome guy. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that look. Let's see. Hang on. Can we do a side by side? Hang on. We got twins. Twins. Yeah, I will I will be raking leaves out there, but I'll be chatting a little bit. Bob the Canadian's chat. Don't forget, check that guy out. He's a good guy. Yes, we need to. Jamie. I don't think she's in the she's right upstairs with the dog. We are getting our house ready for Thanksgiving. I will be working outside today. She will be working inside. And uh, yeah. Oh, hey, Brian. Yes, because coffee, it's it's a bean, right? I said my favorite vegetable was green beans. There are coffee beans. Yeah, let's say it's a vegetable. Be sure to eat five vegetables a day. Yeah, 
I should, this is, yeah, everybody's telling me to see you. Like, I, I keep saying I have to go. You know why? I don't want to rake. I don't want to rake those leaves. I don't want to say goodbye to everyone. It's a lot more fun to be talking about English with you than to be outside raking up leaves. So let me say that sentence again. It's a lot more fun to be talking English with you than to be outside raking leaves. So it's pronounced than, T-H-A-N, but you will hear a lot of native English speakers say then, then. When you write it, you should say than, but I like apples more than I like bananas. You hear that? It sounds like then, but I'm actually saying than. So pro tip there, pro tip. We pronounce it then, but we actually mean than. All right. Pineapples, potatoes. Yeah. See, Danny, I think Danny is telling me like, you need to go. You need to go rake those leaves. You have so much to do today. Yeah. Thanks, Danny. Hey, and thank you all. Um, How do you spell? Thanks for the question, Mary Posa. That means I don't, I have to answer this question. I can't go rake leaves now. I have to answer this question. So we would spell it like this. Leaves. Speaking. Yeah, no C. Hey, why? What? What? Why? Why are you leaving? What should we go? I don't want to rake leaves. I don't want to rake leaves. All right. Yeah, English spelling is crazy. Do you know what I do? Hey Siri, how do you spell raking? Look at that. Just ask Siri. She knows. Siri's a, a bad speller's best friend. All right. Yeah. Okay. Great question, Mickey. Oh, I can't rake leaves. I have to answer this question. Thank you, Mickey. Thank you for encouraging me to stay here. All right. Why do you have to rake leaves before it starts snowing? I don't. The snow would cover up the leaves cover up English phrasal verb, but in the spring, the leaves will be all wet and they'll be really hard to clean up. So it's better for me to clean up the leaves in the fall when they're dry. So it's just easier for me. Oh, Radu, thank you so much for the offer. I can go to Radu's house and clean up the porch. Thank you. Hey, you know what? We say that a lot, maybe bad dad jokes, but if I'm out raking my leaves, my neighbor may come over and say a joke like, Hey, when you're done with those, you can come over and rake mine up. It's not, it's not that funny though. You know, neighbors say that all the time. It's like dad jokes, but thank you for the invitation, Radu, the porch. You sound like an American right there. All right. Yes, I can't go. I can't go. I do need to go though. Hey, I want to thank everybody. I want to thank you all for stopping by. Thank you to all the new members that came in. Was it, I think two new members, snazzy, maybe just one, a couple super chats. Thank you so much. Yawen. Thank you so much. Amina. I'll see you all soon. And uh, don't forget 
check out Bob the Canadian. He'll be going live here in about 15 minutes. All right. I'll see you over there. I'll be raking leaves, but I'll be checking in also. Another English phrasal verb. Emmanuel, thank you. Ario, thank you. Siri, hi. All right. Oh, Radu, I didn't know you lived in Canada. Well, take care. Bundle up. Stay warm. Bye, Maria. Adios, amigos.